Welcome to the Aging Grace Podcast. I'm Andrew Blakey, your host. This is a podcast where we empower busy moms and dads to conquer their health and fitness goals while slaying the chaos of life. So get ready to unleash your inner powerhouse because we're here to break through the noise and redefine what living means. Let's go. Hi there, my name is Andrew Blake and I'm the host of the Aging Grace podcast where today we're going to be talking about the three things to keep in mind while exercising with osteoarthritis. Now, life is very rough and it's very hard on our bodies and when the average lifespan is 70, 80 plus years, it's inevitable that we're going to be taking some bumps and bruises along the way. Now, according to the CDC, and I know that this is an American step, many times when it comes to health, they are fairly transferable. 30% of people between the ages of 45 and 65 have been told that they've got some form of arthritis. That number skyrockets to almost 50% of people who are over the age of, of 65. Now, they also found in this report was that those who are over 45 years of age are also four times more likely to have multiple falls and five times more likely to have an injury after a fall. The goal of today's podcast is to help you learn what kind of effect exercise has on osteoarthritis, as well as to, to teach you how you can exercise safely and effectively while dealing with osteoarthritis. And now before we get into that, I think it's important to, to actually understand what osteoarthritis is. Now the word osteoarthritis is actually derived of a couple of Latin words. So yes, we are learning Latin here today. Now, osteo is the Latin word for bone, arth is the Latin word for joint, and itis is inflammation. So now you can go home, and if anybody asks you tonight, what does itis mean? You can say, well, I know that means inflammation. Now that we know what osteoarthritis is, let's talk about the three things to remember while exercising with osteoarthritis. And we're going to be touching on a couple of, of physical points as well as a mindset piece there as well. Now, the first thing to keep in mind while exercising with osteoarthritis is that modifications are going to be your best friend. In my experience working with, with clients who have some form of osteoarthritis, we found that, that there are different modifications and different ways that we can change exercise so that they can exercise without pain. And that's a big part of this is figuring out what movement your body can tolerate and which ones maybe it doesn't like. We've also found that, and I'm just going to give you one example here. There was, a, there was a gentleman that I was working with a couple of years ago before he moved away, and he had osteoarthritis in his knees. And he's always been an active guy. He's a, a big walker, big hiker, and he also exercises as well with, with weight training and strength training. And he always loved doing squats, but, uh, but before he kind of came and worked with me, um, he wasn't able to do them for quite some time because it was causing him pain during squats. So we decided, okay, let's play around with this a little bit and let's see and let's see how we can get rid of some of that pain. And so all we did was we just made it so that his feet were wider apart and his toes were pointed out, similar to something like a sumo squat. And this allowed him to squat without pain. And that's one of the big things with with exercising while while dealing with osteoarthritis is it's about ma making and finding those modifications to allow you to move and work out and train your body in a way that isn't causing you pain and isn't causing you additional symptoms. So one of the things I like to recommend for people who, who do have osteoarthritis is that they work with some sort of physio or other qualified health care practitioner, um, simply because they're going to be able to give you a ton of valuable insight about your body. Now, 
if you've been told that you've got osteoarthritis, this is something that you're going to be you're going to be dealing with it for the rest of your life, right? It doesn't just go away. So isn't it worth it to go and work with a professional to to give you that insight and give you that advice on how to find and do those modifications so that you can train all those supporting structures around whatever joint it is that's affected. And that kind of leads me to the next point where it's it's what where do where does osteoarthritis where does it affect? And we know it affects your joints, but it is most common in places that are are bearing load, right? So where there's there's load on that joint. So an example would be places such as your knees, your hips, your spine, as well as your hands and feet are also common places for osteoarthritis as well. If you're somebody who's who's just been told that you've got osteoarthritis, you might even be wondering, well, can I even still exercise? Is exercise still okay for me to do? We know that exercise can help with osteoarthritis in both relieving some of the effects and some of the uh, some of the the issues that you might be experiencing, some of that pain symptoms. But there was actually a study, and it was done by a doctor, Kevin Vincent, who is a medical director at the University of Florida's Health Sports Performance Center. And this study is also affiliated with the University of Florida's Orthopedics and Rehabilitation Center. So basically what this Dr. Kevin Vincent, what they were looking at was how different types of strength training methods, how they related to knee pain symptoms and leg strength. And we're not going to go super, super deep into the study, but it basically compared concentric versus eccentric exercises on on the muscles that are around the joint. And again, they were looking at, at the knee joint. And what they found was that it really doesn't matter what kind of exercise you're doing as long as you're strengthening the muscles around the joint, all the, the different muscles that help to keep that, that joint where it should be and helps you to, to move and get some of that load off of that knee and instead have some of those muscles taking and bearing some of that load. So the moral of the story and the moral of the study was, was don't overcomplicate it. The important thing is that you're consistent and that you're proactive with exercise and that you're doing it without pain. The second thing to keep in mind while exercising with osteoarthritis, and this is a little bit more of a mental piece than anything else, and is that you don't have to let this dictate the rest of your life. Now, if you're somebody who doesn't have osteoarthritis and you're listening to this, I want you to put yourself in the shoes of somebody who's just been told that they've got osteoarthritis. For a lot of people, being told that they've got osteoarthritis can be a, a very emotional experience, right? The first thing that goes through their head is, uh-oh, what, it, how is this going to affect me the rest of my life? What things am I going to have to change? And it can be a lot to take in, especially when you've been living the last 50, 60, 70 years of your life, and now you're being told that, that things might have to change. And I don't know about you, but I, for one, do not like change. <laughs> so... For somebody who is just being told that they've got osteoarthritis, I, I just want to, to give them some reassurance and, and I just want to leave them with, with something that they can use and it's that, or something to think about. And it's that I've worked with lots of people who have osteoarthritis and I just want to say that many of these people are still living their best lives. They're still able to do all the things they love, which is, you know, working out, uh, hiking, keeping up with their kids or their grandkids, carrying the groceries up the stairs simple things, but things that are very important in your everyday day-to-day -day activities. So I just wanted to, to leave that with you. It's that this doesn't have to dictate the rest of your life. Yes, you, you'll probably have to make some changes here and there. You might have to change the way that you're doing some things so you don't 
so you don't aggravate whatever joint it is that's affected. But you can keep living the life that you love. It, it, as long, and again, this is a very big caveat here, as long as you're proactive and you're deliberate in, in maintaining and getting the treatment that you need for whatever joint it is that's affected. And maybe that does involve working with a physio or a chiropractor or, or somebody who's an expert at, at working with this particular condition in the joint that's affected, right? And it all comes down to being proactive and being deliberate. And I cannot stress that enough. And the last thing to think about when exercising with osteoarthritis is let pain be your guide. We do not work through pain. We let pain be our teacher. And if you listen to the body, it can tell you a lot of things. It can tell you when you're doing something that, that might be causing it more damage or that might aggravate your symptoms. You know, our body is, is very smart. It tells us when we're thirsty. It tells us when we're hungry. It tells us when we're sleepy. And it's going to tell you if you're doing something that you probably shouldn't be. We don't, we don't push through pain. And I find that a lot of times with, when working with clients, they might have, you know, a little twinge or, or a little ache that maybe they, they picked up earlier in the week. And, and they try to push through it. And there are certain times to push and there are certain times to, to take a step back and, and let things heal. And I like to compare different injuries and, and, and different conditions to, to a scab. Okay. And I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. And it's that if you keep picking at something, it's never going to fully heal. And the same thing goes with, with osteoarthritis. Now, obviously we're not looking at, at, at fully healing. But if you're going through something where, where it's been agitated and it's kind of flared up a little bit, don't try to keep pushing through that, right? Let it, let it kind of subside a little bit. And then you can start to train again in the way that, again, is safe and effective. So the last thing that I want to, to leave you with is that sometimes the goal of, of treating osteoarthritis isn't necessarily complete recovery. Sometimes the goal is to maintain that quality of life and that quality of, of, of life standard that you're accustomed to. For, for you, that might mean that you're maybe you're a yoga person and maybe that means that you want to be able to keep doing yoga. Maybe you're a hiker like we've talked about and you want to be able to, to keep, keep going hiking and, and hike mountains and all of that fun stuff, right? Whatever it is that, that is your quality of life and your, your standard, Sometimes that's the big goal is to just make sure that, that you're able to continue doing that. And, and if, if that's going to be your biggest goal is to be able to maintain that quality, then it all comes back to, again, I've, I've said this a couple of times now, being proactive and being deliberate in your treatment and your management of this condition. So that's all I've got for you today on The Age and Grace. My name is Andrew Blakey, and... Hope you have a good rest of your day. If you found today's episode particularly useful, send it to a family member, friend, or someone else who could also benefit from